We're changing it up this week, guys. This is cider with Krachel instead of coffee with Krachel. Still, like, CWC? No alliteration. Really a twist. No alliteration. And 20 grams of sugar. Oh. <laughs> this is why I don't drink. Goddamn. I wish you wouldn't have told me that right before we started doing this. That's and we fine. just cracked them open. <laughs> I just had a look. I just had a look. Bless oh, you, bless squeezy. you, squeeze. Um, yeah, it, it was just too warm for coffee today, and... We had a lot of people over this weekend, and we had a lot of leftover shit in our fridge, so we figured, <laughs> when in Rome, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, I don't give a fuck. Crack open a frosty one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> really. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so this is Coffee Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. And yeah, so God bless. Cider is now my drink of choice when I'm sick of wine, because I'm having a difficult time finding drinks that are gluten-free. Um, Turns uh, out gin is glutinous. A lot, of, a lot of liquor is. Yeah. Vodka is safe. Vodka is safe. when do you really want to Tequila most of the time. It has to be really good, which I am not that bitch that's like, is this good? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, okay, first, let's preface this. I have two food allergies now. And I am the person, which you guys probably know, but if you're new, hello. I hate <laughs> having to specify shit to a waiter, bartender, postmates driver, etc. Any, any food service person. Ever. I'm just like, I will scour the menu. I will look at all the ingredients. I will look for that little GF. I will take, be like, hey, no dairy. And I will be on my merry way. Yes. But when it comes to alcohol, you weren't, first of all, I am not a bar person because it's just not my scene. I don't like spending my money on that. And I, I'm just too anxious for that kind of environment. It's just not my vibe. It's like, I like going when I'm like with my close friends and I like, I know the place, but like, yeah. you're not going to catch me like out very often. Um, it's just not my vibe, but that's the last place I will be asking like a bartender <laughs> fucking questions because nothing first of all i already feel really stupid in that environment because i don't you know like the people that like who was i watching on youtube they were like i smoke weed and i don't know shit about it and like that's also how i am too mm-hmm. i'm the same way with alcohol i don't know anything about anything so i don't you know i'll just order whatever they have on the menu yeah i can only imagine the um because you say gluten-free, because when you're going to a bar, you're mainly going to be asking for gluten-free things, not too many things with dairy in them. Yeah, no. But um, I can only imagine just, like, everybody. The judgment? The, the, honestly, the judgment, because everybody's just like, oh, gluten-free, the oh stupid God, dieting bonch. Like, you kale smoothie hipster. Why are you even here? This is IPA. We make yeah. everything out of barley and piss. <laughs> um, I just can't drink beer anymore unless it's, like, a specific honestly, gluten-free beer. Honestly, it's like I would only really trust like beer from like there's a, like for example there's a brewery in Seattle that we want to try that is the whole place is gluten free and so, so yes, I, let's go. I trust that because they just like we're a gluten free facility here. I would trust a brand that like their entire like repertoire is gluten free. Yeah, but yeah, um, this is something that we did want to talk about. So there's this thing on the market called gluten reduced beer. And it essentially is kind of like, you know, low fat, but gluten free. You know what I mean? So it's just, there is gluten gluten in it. But it's reduced. So they're trying to be like, you might not react, or you have a less chance of reacting, 
But essentially, all that is, is they're just trying to tap into a market of, hey, all of these people that are celiac or gluten sensitive or allergic to gluten, they can't drink our product. So let's make something without well, it worrying a- about being contaminated. Because I know it costs a lot of money to make sure that it's not contaminated. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So they're like, hey, we're losing money by all these people that are developing allergies and they can't drink our product. Let's make something that they we're going to market that they can drink, which like I feel like if I were ever making like if I ever had like a restaurant or like a coffee shop or I don't know, like a beverage company, something Our future food, coffee shop. Yeah. If I had something on the menu that was gluten free. I would be like so nervous, like handling it and making sure, like if there if there was other glutinous things in that place, I would make sure it would sure be, that'd be like, like so you separate. knew that it came from a place that it was one hundred percent totally gluten free, and you'd make sure that it wasn't contaminated. Separate because that's machines, a fucking liability, separate right? Everything, absolutely. I don't know the yeah. legalities. They probably have some stupid oh, yeah, shit no, in there. Trust me, like wording. when I worked at the dining hall and I would make the gluten free pizzas, like there were so many steps I had to take to make sure that it was. I was doing everything I could to. Starbucks not has all different equipment. We don't have gluten stuff. Maybe we do. I don't know. It's been a long time, but yeah. with the dairy stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think Starbucks has allergies. Free. We like. had separate containers for all the different types of milk. So you had a separate blender that you would use for soy milk, a separate blender that you would use for whatever other type of milk. Yeah. So, and like the same with the Because somebody cups. could like wash it have poorly. An, have an allergy to soy, which is not uncommon. So then if they get or like. Or nut with almond eat. milk. Yeah, exactly. So you have to have those things separate. But like we were at a bar not too long ago and it's like last weekend i don't yeah yeah it, it was last weekend and like uh we asked about gluten-free beers and one that just looked like fucking dumbfounded they were like oh i made chris do it because i was like yeah. this is they were just like oh my god it's like three different people had to be asked like about gluten-free beers and then like they said like yes there is one but it's not gluten free, and it like, was the gluten reduced. It's a gluten reduced, and thank God I we read it like. I'm just so in the mindset that I have to research celiac.org or .com or whatever the fuck Reddit. it is. Reddit is actually Reddit incredible. Too. I don't even have Reddit downloaded on my phone anymore, but I will always check there for like gluten related shit because they are the type of people. There's like the community. For that is so yeah. amazing because even the stuff like you know how I can't eat glutino food even though that's all and burrito it's a pasta glu- yeah oh that's another one too which we'll talk about but um yeah like those are brands that are legitimately making products for gluten free people but even the gluten free people are reacting so I always look at Reddit and I a lot of people have said that they react I just don't even do it so they hand me the beer and I'm like reading it and I'm like looking at the ingredients I'm getting really confused because it's like the bartender is telling us oh yeah that's our gluten free beer that we have on tap or whatever it was a fucking IPA in a bottle it was a bottle yeah and I'm like okay and then I look online and they're like uh yeah that doesn't really it's like they dilute it or something the way that it's made they like is supposed for, to be they like process it in some way where it does reduce the amount of gluten in but it, it's not gone but it's not gone and it's still made with the shit so everyone's you can make like, beer yeah, without glutinous grains like yeah, it's, it's possible. harder and more expensive so there are brands like glutenberg is one uh, i haven't tried it yet um there's a few others i'm sure that you guys are probably like yeah i know a few so if you know any hit me up but hence the cider it's just change. like when you're out at a place like it's one embarrassing to ask them because they look at you like you're fucking trash and two which is also the same at restaurants which like restaurants i'm like even more offended because i'm like come on like i'm eating like this is like 
the ah. one the one fucking restaurant that we went to that asked is this a preference or an allergy it's like who you, does not matter literally i just ordered my food you shouldn't doesn't matter like doesn't mean that you can take a different route depending on if it's a preference or an allergy like you gotta fucking do it you Our, should treat them always as an allergy if somebody says like gluten-free right our one really close friend has another friend who's celiac and they were like eating somewhere and they ordered the salad and because that's another thing too like when you have a lot of food allergies you basically have to eat fucking salad pretty much wherever you go if they're not catering to you yeah um so whatever i've i like salad anyway so i'll live and a lot <laughs> of places at least they'll have like a balsamic vinaigrette that doesn't have gluten in it or whatever so i can have that and so this girl had a salad and they brought it out and had fucking croutons on it even though they ordered it and like whatever so what they do is they you know she, she was like yeah like i'm sorry i can't eat this like i have a you know i'm celiac or whatever whatever she said they take it back and they just pluck the croutons off. They don't like make a new you salad. So she reacted that. because like there there's crumbs. crumbs in it. Um, so it's like dangerous. Um, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't drink that because yeah, I would have been fucked. Absolutely. Um, but I just wanted to let you guys know that like that's I didn't I didn't know it was a thing because I have not really been like super researching the alcohol portion of this allergy because I I don't really drink a lot. We already weren't drinking a lot and a lot of the times we were having wine. Yeah. So. And yeah, most wine is fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but cider in most cases it's like just naturally gluten-free so there's just nothing in it that would That's react. the best way to go. Naturally gluten-free. That's the best. So that's way. what I've been drinking and when I'm sick of wine cuz like sometimes it's just like not the right vibe. Honestly, they're great. I will drink the ciders with you cuz I like the fruity flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um but something that did fuck me up and then we learned some more information. So Baria or whatever the fucking pasta brand. They had a gluten-free pasta. I feel like we've talked about it before. It's way cheaper than, than other like special brands. Which honestly, clue number one. Yeah, I should have known, because it's it's rare that something is cheaper when yeah. it's like this. Yeah. Um. So I had it one time, and I did get a headache, but it had been on a day where, because if you were wondering, my big problem with gluten is like I get a literal migraine. That will not be cured by anything. It just has to pass through me. If it's a gluten migraine, it will last for 12 to 24 hours. And that is not a fucking stretch. Usually it's the full 24 hours. And yeah. it's so fucking horrible. And I just have to work through it. I just have to like go about my day. Because medicine Does literally nothing. will not do anything. Like nothing. So I had it the one time. And I, I think it was like on a day where we hadn't really eaten a lot. And sometimes, like, I don't know if any of you guys have had that, where, like, you'll eat a big, heavy meal after not having eaten a lot during the day, and then you get a headache because it's just, like... It's like a rush of, like, body. all the, like, nutrients re-entering your body, and your body's like, oh, hey, I can finally have the energy to give you pain. Yeah, <laughs> like, or, like, you didn't drink enough water or whatever. Yeah. So I kind of shrugged it off, but in my head I was like, I really hope that this isn't, like, a glutino situation where I just can't eat this. It's not, like, right, or it's contaminated or whatever. So then... We had it recently, and I had over 24-hour migraine. It was awful and just not great. Yeah, it was not great. And then <laughs> we found out afterwards that, that, one, I'm not the only person that yeah. reacted to it. Um, and now I just need to remember to, like, I should look at Reddit before anything now, which is just, like... I was saying about this on Twitter because I got... That's how this all came about because I started ranting about it because, like... 
I don't like to talk about the food allergies thing as like a negative because the dairy one literally was so easy to get rid of. Like, do I miss certain dairy products? Absolutely. But I know that they're trash for your body. And also it's so easy to just find an alternative or just simply not have cheese on top of something. Like it's so easy. Um, But gluten is just so sneaky. And even when it says that it's not there, it is. And it's so easily mixed in. And And it's in a lot more. And like, I will take getting stomach cramps and the shits for having like a morsel of dairy over the fucking like 24 hour migraine that I get from gluten. Like that's so much worse. Um, Cause the dairy usually is just like, once it's out of your like stomach, it's gone. And Mm -hmm. then you feel okay. Um, You're just usually hungry again. (laughs) So I was just bitching about it because I don't really talk about it because there are worse things to endure and it's not anaphylactic, which would really freak me the fuck out. I've, I'm not allergic to anything in that way where I need like an EpiPen and like I could close up and that would, I, I really feel for people that have it on that level, um, or people that are celiac and it's a lot like more like I can eat like for instance, like the place that I get, like I can eat stuff that's been fried in the same oil as other things. That have gluten in them? Yes. For whatever reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's touching. I know some people that would like kill them. So I get that. So I, I like try not to bitch about it because like I do have it a lot better than most people. But I have to say, the amount of attention that it makes, it forces me to pay attention to my food on like I get that like on an ethical level, it's nice because I'm hyper aware of what's in my food and where it comes from and what it's made of and all of that. So that's cool. But like the amount of research that I have to put into every single thing I eat is so fucking annoying and time consuming that it makes me like not want to go out to eat, not want to order out and like not want to socialize with my friends surrounded by food because then I have to like limit everyone around me. And it just makes me feel like a burden on the group. And I know that they're all like super nice and I like, we don't give a fuck, but like it still makes me feel that way. And it makes me just want to, like, only cook at home, which, like, yeah, cool, I'm saving mad money not eating out all the time. But I miss, like, oh, I'm hungry, I'll just order something, and I don't have to, like, do an hour of research before I order the thing, if it's a new thing. Or only eat from the same four places that I know don't bother me. And just generally being a foodie that's not picky. Yeah, like, it's forcing me to be a picky eater, and I am the opposite of a picky eater. Antithesis of that. But we were talking about that, and apparently the CEO... Um, of Berea, like, supports anti-LGBT organizations. I have not researched that myself. Um, so if that is but true... But I trust you guys to give me correct information. <laughs> then it's, like, another reason to not fucking buy their shit. But I'm just telling you, like, if you're gluten-sensitive, that will fuck you up, possibly. So just possibly. be aware. Um, but it's fucking annoying. So let me know if any of you other food allergy bonches out there, like, also... Can relate. Are or have fucking exhausted. It, <laughs> and it's, like, it sounds so stupid sometimes... But, like, I don't know. Sometimes I get emotional about it because I'm... It's not stupid. I feel very embarrassed having to, like, make requests because I know that it's hard to be, like, a cook. And I know that it's hard to be a waitress or a waiter. And I know it's hard to be a barista and all these other things. Like, the food service industry is already a nightmare. And to have someone that has, like, a million requests is annoying. Um, And especially if I have to, like, send food back or whatever. Like, that all fucking sucks. Um, but like I have to, and I try to be like as like nice about it as possible. Obviously, I'm not gonna yes. be like, fuck you, put croutons on this. But like, 
I just feel really embarrassed. And pe- sometimes I get like judgment at these places, which is so embarrassing. I'm like, I genuinely do not know why anyone would i i talk about this all the time and i used to like before i did have a gluten sensitivity i didn't really quite understand the people that were like i don't know why anyone would go gluten-free if they don't have an allergy i really don't know why you would do that it's not a way for weight loss to happen because the substitutes i think there's like a difference like there are people that like stop eating gluten but literally they just want to stop eating carbs yeah. They're not really stopping eating gluten. <laughs> like they're just they're just like I'm done with bread. Like there's first of all eating carbs in moderation is not bad for you. Your body needs that fucking shit. So, let that's a fucking lie. And eating a lot of fat, good fat, not like good fat, dairy, yes. but like the, a fucking the, the myth of fat being bad for you is generated by the sugar industry absolutely they were just like hey like sh- we're just going on fat let's blame it on fat when they just replace all the fat with sugar and sugar is fucking awful for you here as i drink this cider yes um, <laughs> but i don't know why I do- i'm not getting fucking skinnier eating gluten-free <laughs> that's for damn sure as i sit here drinking the cider um <laughs> but like i also am not like I don't really care at this point what I am doing with like in terms of diet. Like I'm not trying to eat to lose weight at all right now. I'm just eating to fucking be like, can I eat this? Cool. (laughs) I don't try to go nuts on things, you know, but I definitely do indulge when I fucking want to because I'm already so limited. So I'm like, I will eat that. Mm. Bag of salt and vinegar (laughs) chips this week because I deserve it. This family is uh, all getting some sort of, you know, food related allergy things going on lyle and squeezy both got their own ibd situations they happening. have food allergies i have food allergies and you have like the weird like some fruits make me itchy sometimes yeah i'm still i'm writing a list now of fruits and stuff that make my mouth really itchy and so that way when i do go to a doctor I can be like, hey, so these fruits made me itchy. These ones didn't. What the fuck is happening? Our goal for July is to see an allergist and to get our passports. Those are totally unrelated, but those are yeah. our big goals for July. My like, allergist is actually in another country, so I need the passport. There yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But June was so fucking nuts this year. I mean, it is every year. Every June is always a lot. So July is like our month where like, okay, anything that we've been putting off doing, we're going to get done now. Yes. And absolutely. getting our passport is one of those things absolutely um i wanted to put in (laughs) i know we're like almost 20 minutes into this but i wanted to put in this fact just because i think it's funny it's about cider um instead of coffee and it says cloudy unfiltered ciders made in the west country are often called scrumpy from scrump a local dialect term for smaller withered apples I love Squeezy and his entire brand of <laughs> making squeezy drinks. That's Squeezy's ciders. <laughs> Scrumpy. <laughs> Actually really like that. Oh, shit. All right. So kind of while we're on a health-related topic-ish, let's talk about Walgreens. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, fuck them. Um, <laughs> this episode is going to be a lot of fuck corporations, so get ready, all of you anti-capitalist bonjos out there. Buckle up. So Walgreens... I just, I don't know what exactly they were, like, replying to or whatever. It was, like, somebody shared a story of 
someone going to Walgreens and getting denied their prescription from the uh, pharmacist. And so then like they tagged Walgreens in it and Walgreens replied with like saying that it's their company policy that their pharmacists can refuse a prescription if it's against their moral beliefs. Right. It's not even like specifically like religious or anything like they literally just said moral. So I could be like, I just don't like the way you look. Bye. I don't. It could just be anything. It's so fucking vague. I don't believe in x i don't believe in vaccines so fuck your kid like yeah 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 um and then a lot of people were sharing stories of them getting denied their prescriptions for several different things so i've seen a lot of people being denied um birth control i've seen a lot of trans people being denied testosterone like it's fucked up like if there is a fuck like i hate our medical whole industry industry as a whole it's so fucked up and I wish that you could just, like, get the medicines directly from your doctor, but it's all part of capitalism that we don't. And so, like, if there is a patient that goes to their doctor and they mutually, you know, agree upon that here's a medicine that will help with whatever it is that they need, and that doctor who has had probably, like, a bajillion years of study and research going into that decision that they writes just made. Writes a prescription. Writes a prescription. Says yes. This fucking pharmacist working at a goddamn Walgreens does not give you the right, or it does not give them any sort of place to say, no, fuck that doctor fuck you here's my idea here's my go have a difficult time getting you can't do this like i don't understand how that's a policy i just feel like if you are working in an environment where your job is to now okay disclosure we've never been pharmacists yes we have no fucking idea how it works what kind of schooling or education or whatever the fuck you need to become a pharmacist i have no idea and if anyone that knows someone or is one can enlighten us please let us know however i feel like personally if you if your job is to literally dole out medication that is prescribed from a doctor, I feel like that's a profession that you should be like unbiased in I'm sure and just strictly like doing what is written. This goes right. Back I get to... that that's their policy and like they're legally allowed to. Walgreens is legally allowed to have whatever fucking fucked up policies they want. Doesn't mean that I would want to get my prescriptions filled there anymore. Yeah, but like. It goes back to like the, was it Kim Davis? Was that her name? That judge? That fucking rat. <laughs> that judge that wasn't um, doing gay licenses or gay marriages um, yeah. after it passed the Supreme Court and uh, for moral beliefs, whatever the fuck. And it's like you, like we should not be writing rules into these jobs to allow people to exclude people who are legally within their right to do x y and z just because of their moral beliefs we shouldn't be hiring people for those jobs I like that's like part of the job like you know i get that like this this discrimination happens literally with every facet of every single bit of capitalism like when it comes to like the the person that refused to make a cake for a wedding yes. and all of these different facets like there's so many of them but like when it comes to like when it something comes to the law, like it's it's medical like yeah. i just feel like you that's why you like, have to be unbiased and like that's why like that's why you, it should all be like underneath like some sort of like government coverage where it's like everybody gets medical coverage and all the medicines are all through that and not through just all these different tiny little corporations because then they all get to set their own little rules and it fucks up everything yeah i just think it's wrong it's just flat out wrong it's so wrong like isn't it true that when you take an oath to be like a physician like you have to you you 
what's the word that you say? Like you, oh my God, I'm like blanking on the <laughs> word that you use. I like will pledge, not, yeah, right. pledge that you will not um, like discriminate against people based on X, Y, Z. Uh, Isn't that part of it? I would assume so. I think so. Like, I, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know. I know it's all different, but all I have to say is I just think it's fucked up and it's a shitty policy and it's a shitty policy that they just like tweeted like it was nothing either like they were just yeah. kind of like this is our policy do they <laughs> really think that like, like people this are is not fly? happy <laughs> yeah like, oh okay thanks for the update on the policy we'll just go cool on go our to business. cbs like, now yeah but what really fucking sucks is the people that don't have access to a different place to get their fucking pharmaceuticals. Like if, yeah. if Walgreens is the only fucking place in your area with a pharmacy and then you were stuck going there and they could just deny you, they just decide for whatever reason that they don't want to give you your shit. That's fucked up. And then like you've seen people that have like been late to getting certain medications that they need because like pharmacies have flopped and like not been able to like give their them their shit on time or when things have been emptied. Like imagine like for especially with like testosterone and stuff like that's stuff that you have to keep up with and it's like vital and so like to be off of that like inconsistent can really fuck with your body Mm -hmm. and so like them just being like lol no and then you have to wait for the next person that works there that doesn't want to fucking discriminate against transgender people like you could be you know in some and and fucking plus the mental side effects of just having your shit denied just based off of the fact that you are trans or you are trying to get birth control or whatever the fuck you're doing, like that is also incredibly awful to have to deal with, I can imagine, because it just makes you feel like shit. Like, like shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Being discriminated I'm not against shopping not a there. fun experience, I wouldn't. Yeah, know. duh. And so I'm not shopping there um, until they absolutely make a change to that policy and announce it publicly. Um, I will be taking my money elsewhere, and I advise people to do the same. Hey, Right Aid, what's up? Or you whatever know? the fuck, CVS, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. We Target. Got Bar- we got Bartels here in Seattle, too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we got lots of places. So let's, uh... Let's Change talk about, gears. <laughs> let's uh, talk about Pride, because we went to that... Oh, my God. What day is it? Today's Monday, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Fuck. My God. It was Sunday. <laughs> Shit. I, I can't believe that, like, I'm already losing my time, and it's only Monday. <laughs> What the fuck? It's because we had so much going on this week, and it's like I'm going away, so it's like a different schedule than normal. Yes, yeah. So we're all off. Um, but anyway, so Pride was yesterday, the parade at least. Yes. And uh, I didn't get sunburned, which was nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was oh, a nice, God. wonderful like middle seventies, and we were in the shade for most of the parade and stuff. Oh so. my God, it was so nice. I wore jeans and a t-shirt, and I was not dying. It was great. Last year was like. It was fucking... We were all just we all so sweaty. And yeah. we were sweaty. So that was fun. Um, I got to meet one of you guys, one of the listeners. Yeah. And uh, so, Danielle, if you're listening, hello. Hey. Um, and yeah, it was a good time. And you know. there was a lot of people there. It was, yeah. It's so awesome to see that there was just like... That, that parade is like fucking four hours long. I know, it's really long now. And there's just like, there are so many people out, and it's just like warming to see all that support. Just a good old time overall. A good old fashion. I will say, like, my only negative is that I just wish that it was like, at least the Seattle Pride Parade, which I haven't been to any other one, so I don't know, but I can imagine just based off of what Bigger I've city. heard. 
like is it's just so much more corporation focused now like i feel like for every like little subset of the community like for every like you know we have like the dykes on bikes or like the buy float and like things like that like all of the actual like sub categories of the community there's like 18 corporate floats you know what i mean like just like fucking facebook you know what i mean and i get that like some of these brands have you know hopefully good policies i'm assuming if they're walking in the pride parade they have like decent policies for like work discrimination and hiring people not based on their sexuality or gender and shit like that like i would hope um but and that there are and that there are employees that are in the community yeah and they're just representing like they're with the company like whatever yeah but like i don't know i just wish that it was more like there was a lot are these are these companies though also doing a lot to better the community like are they donating a lot are they doing anything other than just putting a fucking rainbow on their logo for the month and then just piecing the fuck out because that's like a big problem i see overall like now as the lgbtq community has become more quote accepted in the mainstream it's just marketable yeah so that's the part that i kind of like side eye like i'm not here trying to clap for wells fargo rolling through the town you know like i'm not trying to clap for a bank um (laughs) i'm really not um there it was just like there was a there's a discrepancy between like brands that like do do things to better the community and then and brands that just are like they were there we with accept, like y'all there were some brands that were there that would just like had the bare minimum amount of like decoration on whatever float car whatever the fuck and they had like s- their slogan their website we're hiring yeah that was like, weird there was just all of these different things that were I just like alluding that it's like, like it's an advertisement and not you actually caring about the event. Yeah, like I I expect to see like political figures like you had a, like the mayor was there like I expect to see like different people that are yeah. running for Congress like okay because that policy is affected so yes. that makes sense to me. I like seeing like the public library um, or like the people at the school the, the, yeah the schools like the youth schools and stuff like that like people that are trying to help with like homeless lgbtq youth and shit like that like that's all great and then you see like a bank <laughs> or like there was this one that was like a lemonade thing i don't remember the brand but it was like for some lemonade company that i never heard of before and they just had like their van that i assume that they just drive in general and they had one random balloon tied to it and it was just like two people walking next to it and they didn't like cheer they didn't interact with the crowd at all and they just walked through with their van with one balloon tied to it and i was like that's what i mean like yeah that is i mean hey we don't know maybe they donate a shit ton of money to lgbtq organizations we don't know but like i don't know there's just a lot of times where i felt like you're just advertising here yeah the we're hiring shit is weird absolutely Um, it's a it's it's a little weird but other than that god bless (laughs) it was a good time yeah it's always a good time i do want to go to olympia pride though next year because i've heard that it's more what we're trying to yeah that one's a lot more political figures yeah obviously it's the capital yeah um but i just want to go to that too i'll probably go to both next year experience another one since you've never been to another one besides seattle yeah 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 Anyway, so I'm fucking excited because tomorrow I am going down to, I'm going down to Olympia first, and then we're all driving to Bend, Oregon, and I've never been to Oregon before, and so I am super excited, and we're going to be doing 
hiking stuff. I might be in Portland for a hot minute. I don't know if that's happening or not. Yeah. Mal's got a whole itinerary. <laughs> so I'm just leaving it to Mal her. Mal is Danny Tanner when I go to Disneyland. <laughs> it's so true. But like, I love it. Like, that's how I like my vacations to be. I like them to be ultra planned. I'm not that like, let's just go on an adventure. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like an adventure, but I like parameters. <laughs> like, I like to know where the fuck I'm going and what kind of clothes Because I when you do bring. it that way, then you get to, I feel like you actually get to see more instead of just like, well, what do we do now? Oh, we'll just yeah. spend two hours planning. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I'm trying to think of any other updates. Oh, I'm seeing Harry Styles. Oh my God. That just like randomly happened. One of my friends is like going to the concert and she needed a place to stay in seattle afterwards and she was like i can just like she's like does anyone want to go to this concert and like and i'll or can anyone like let me stay at their place i'll like you can come to the concert with me and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> i i wanted her to stay over regardless and then i saw the next post where she was like also you can go to the concert i was like oh even better i gotta My say I'm pretty, I'm pretty jealous i know i'm ready i'm ready for him to cover the chain and for me to stand there and cry while he waves by flagger <laughs> that's all i'm here for and uh, we also did see the Decemberist. Oh, yeah. That was so good. That that feels like forever ago. It was only just a few days ago. I know. It really does. It feels like yeah. a week ago. That was a lot of fun. They had a giant blow-up whale at one point. Oh, yeah. They yeah. did the Mariner's Revenge at the end, and then they... Yeah. Because they did that during the encore. Yeah. It was so good, though. Like, great live. I knew it would be good. His voice <laughs> was prime. Just crisp. And, yeah. like, he's been, like, really fucking sick, Colin Malloy. And, like, he's had to cancel a few shows, and he's been, like, in and out of, like, super, like, specialist doctors and all this shit. Yeah, I saw and him tweeting about, like, you know, that his doctors were, like, great or something like that. Yeah, and I, I thought he was going to cancel our show, and I was going to be like, I don't care, like... Do you do you. Whatever sick, you need to yeah. do, like, we'll reschedule or buy tickets literally for the next one. I don't care. Um, but he did end up going to our show, and he was like, yeah, my voice is back. And he, he sounded fucking great. You would have never known. Yep. yep. Um, and they were all amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. There was a girl sitting there that had dyed her hair to look like the bi flag. And the whole time I was just like, I want to say something. But she was sitting like too far away. A little too far away. And I was like, I just want to say that I appreciate your hair. Yeah. We went to the Paramount Theater in Seattle for the first time, and it was pretty Oh, pretty it's so nice. pretty in there. Yeah, it was great. It's like a, like if you've ever been to Radio City Music Hall, it has a very similar vibe, only that's like way bigger, <laughs> I Radio imagine. Radio City Music Hall, yeah. Uh, I like... It's been. I went there in like 2010, so I don't remember like if I could compare size, but I'm assuming just because of the outside, like yeah, it's a lot bigger, but it's got a They're similar vibe. Like, theaters are always deceptively small on the outside, and then you get inside and it's like, holy shit, this place is huge. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand how it works. Science, let me know. I love out of the box. <laughs> is that the is that the out of the box theorem? <laughs> I literally thought that show like was real when I, I was a kid. I did too. I was like, shit, I gotta find me some boxes. And I I'm did, and I was like, this isn't the same. No. Why isn't this working? I'm here for all those lit stages like um, Zabumafu. Also, they had their whole little thing yeah. that I really loved. They had like the buttons for the different animal food that they would press. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, I really wanted those because an elephant would pop through my window then. I just, <laughs> I miss all of this media. Yeah, I know. I Let's want peanut butter, PB&J otter. I almost Whoa, said otter. <laughs> PB&J otter. Oodle A, you know? You never, <laughs> did you not watch that? No, I did. I did. Oh, I was just watching you struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Do the noodle dance again. Yeah. I loved that show. I loved it. You can't, 
you can't deny that a lit theme song really brings a show together. And of that course. had one of the most boppy <laughs> lit Give it to theme songs. I will not. <laughs> Copyright. That's the only reason why. I would bust it out right now. Wink, wink. <laughs> That's for the patrons. <laughs> the lost tapes. Picture me uploading just like one shitty audio clip. You guys want me to do that? I'll do it. Oh my God. If <laughs> Shit. I will fucking We're going to get it. so many people saying like, do it. <laughs> We'll see. We ask every week, patrons, let me know if that bird describes your flavor. <laughs> so if you guys actually want me to do that, I will. All right. Anyway, um, moving on. Let's talk about YouTube. As oh my always, God. our Can favorite. Stop. I'm so I just, tired. I just love to talk about like YouTube. Honestly. Like, I, maybe it's weird and maybe I need to like stop, but I, it's like I almost, I feel like, and I do this with Starbucks too, but I always like to all the businesses or whatever that I've worked for, I like to keep up to date, like with what the shit is going on. Yeah. Because I can't do that. Honestly, I have too many fucking businesses to look at. <laughs> That's know. all I do. Okay. But like, I know that when something big is happening in one of the corporations that you've worked for, you're like, yeah, Hey, that happened. Interesting. But for me, it's pretty easy because I've only worked for Starbucks and YouTube. Yes. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> and myself. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I keep up with like YouTube policy. Plus, it affects like all of my friends. And sometimes I think about like, well, I literally just quit. Like, it'll be like two years this winter. Yeah. So it yeah. just feels like it's still so, I'm still so, so touched. Fresh. <laughs> so fresh. But they have this new thing. So obviously, we all know that it's trash now and the platform is not showing videos to anybody. And subscriptions mean nothing, notifications mean nothing. The whole website is doing something crazy. <laughs> we all know all of this. Um, so there seems to be a reason now for this. Um, so they have this new thing. Essentially, they're kind of like making their own Patreon, which I think is interesting because it has the point now where people in like their end slides, when they link like merch and yeah. patreon and stuff like they don't actually click through to those websites it's only like YouTube competitors see links right that, yeah. yeah but now they're partnering with i forget is it teespring one of the merch stand things okay. you know like one of those merch companies they're partnering with where you there i don't think it's rolled out to everyone yet but it's like been tested is like now when you have merch um, and it's specifically through that one fucking company. Yeah. You will have, like, if you're watching a video, like, right underneath the video, there will be, like, the merch, merch. And you can just, like, click through and, like, wow. buy it easily. Which I think is super cool if they do more than just one company, which, like, I understand it's, like, a partnership with that company. But, like, that really sucks if, like, you're making it in-house or through another, like, merchandise place. Yeah. It's just, like, really trying to force everybody's hand to go this way. Because you know they're getting money from yeah, that. Yeah, they're getting a cut of that. Yeah, absolutely. So, basically, they're doing the same thing with Patreon, but they're not partnering with Patreon. They're making their own. And it's going to be called... They're changing it now to, like... It's not... They're not calling it, like, we're... Subscri we're not sponsors. It's, like, a subscription. So, essentially, it's four ninety nine. I don't think they have, like, parameters, like Patreon, where it's like, oh, you could do a dollar up to whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, literally a flat four ninety nine. And so, say, like, you want to sponsor one of your favorite channels. You do that. And you... I forget what you get for that. There is, I think it's also up to the creator to tell you, like, what you get for that. Like, it's kind of something that they get to do. Um, and I don't know, I don't think it's even, like, rolled out yet, but they are going to start doing that. And essentially what it means is the way that I feel like they're going to 
fucking mess with this is that they're going to give priority to people that have you know sponsored someone right so those people will probably be notified of the video of course but the people that are not sponsored are not because if you think about it 4.99 for one person to sponsor a youtuber is a lot of fucking money more than the ad revenue that a YouTube video would gain yeah. for YouTube. They want remember, people to fucking, those people to watch. Yeah, because remember, YouTube takes a, a large cut of all of the ad revenue. So they're also taking like 50 fucking percent of this fucking sponsor revenue, um, which like, I think it will be good for creators in a, like if, if, the, if it didn't fuck with like the algorithm, and this is all speculative. Like, I don't know. I just have a feeling that this is where they're going with. They're like, oh, subscriptions are wonky. Here's how to really make sure you have an actual notification. Now you have to pay for notification, essentially. Um, yep. Which is where I think they're leaning. And I think that's why this has all been... I think this has all been leading up to this all along. That's this my conspiracy. Is, <laughs> according to this article I just looked up, it just says they're called channel memberships. Mm-hmm. And it gives you... Ex- it's kind of like Twitch. It gives you exclusive content. Yeah. So oh, does, and badges. You get comment badges like Twitch. Oh, uh, yeah. they're trying to go for the Twitch style. Yeah, they're, but, and we all know that they want to cop Twitch because Twitch is owned by Amazon, and Twitch and is a YouTube, huge competitor that's they have taking... YouTube Gaming, so like, yeah. Yeah, and YouTube Gaming is a flop. YouTube Gaming is a flop. Like, Mixer, which came after YouTube Gaming, is even, like, way surpassed Twitch yeah. now. Like, it's, it's because so people much. associate YouTube with, like, bad stuff now, and, like... People are literally leaving YouTube for Twitch. So this is their way of, like, kind of trying to do that. Um, it's only available for a select few creators, though. Yeah, I think that's not, like, fully rolled out. I think they will roll it out to... I think it's... Right now, it's just, like, larger creators. Of course. But, yeah, like, of like, course, larger creators are the ones that need it the least. It's, like, these these fucking smaller creators that are, like, wow, no one's seeing my content anymore. My Patreon links don't me, work. Yeah. Like, please let me make money somehow. They're also, like, like, oh, wow, and now I lost my 10,000 lifetime views in a month or whatever, so now I can't even be a partner. Yeah. Like, all of these smaller channels are just getting fucked. Um, which really fucking sucks. Good but, job, YouTube. But yeah, so essentially, like, they're going to be taking a cut. And if you think about it, so like a CPM, which is the money that you would make. Now I can talk about Cost this shit. Cost per thousand. Yeah, so now I can talk about this stuff because I'm not on yeah. fucking YouTube. So I'm going to spill some tea right now if you've always wanted to know. Not really. Um, but the CPM is the money that you make per thousand views on YouTube. And it's very variable. And it changes a lot. And they fuck with it. And your uh, who network knows what can it, who fuck knows with it. knows what it's at right now. True. Yeah. Just for, just for um, I don't know. For the for, for the inf- moment for what you for got. information. So when I started on YouTube and I became a partner, which back in the day when you did that, it was like you had to apply and you had to have like a certain kind of like I don't know. They wanted you to be like kind of like with Twitch where you become a partner where you kind of have to be consistent. Yeah, Twitch is like you have to upload at least three times a day. You have to have X number of like consistent viewers. Three times and, a day or three times a week. My oh, bad. Okay. Three times a week. Like, at Jesus. least and like you know X number of like viewers each time you do it. And stuff. This was like before you didn't have to have a certain amount of viewers. They just wanted you to have like several videos and that you were definitely trying to be consistent. Um, and so I made partner and my CPM back in the day was like $5, which was a lot Okay, That's that a was lot. a lot. So if you calculate that, it's five dollars for every thousand views. You get ten thousand views. How much is that? It's fifty. Right. Fifty dollars. Oh my god, <laughs> this yeah. is bad. I'm not good at math, and that's easy math. Now, of course, YouTube is taking a cut of that. 
Um, I forget how much they take. It's like 60% or something crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. So then that was all good and fancy. Then I partnered with a network. Okay. I'm not going to name the network, even though we all know the network that I'm talking about. Yes. I partnered with that network. So when that happened, we had to negotiate a CPM based on my views, subscribers, whatever. This was around when I had like maybe 30,000 subscribers, which I thought was like insane. Yeah. You know? Okay. So we got me to like a four, 425 CPM. Yes. And they took And you were supposed to be locked cut. into that for like two or three yeah. years. They enough. said, and I signed a contract that said that that CPM, I was locked in until I would get a raise on that every year. A raise. Yeah. That did not happen. I actually got a decrease. Yeah. And I tried to fight with them on it. And they were basically just like, our contracts don't mean shit. And there I know, so, there I so know. so many other aspects of the contract that were just like, yeah, well, fuck that line. And I get it. Like, you, I know there are people being like, get a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Do you think I have enough fucking money at the time? I'm in college. Do you think I have enough money for legal help? I don't. Um, so I just, like, did my fucking thing. And that's why I wanted to get off my network as soon as I could. And once my contract was up, I was out of there. Um, but, like, at that point, everyone's CPM was lowering, regardless of the network that they were on. So they were making promises they couldn't keep. Yeah. And YouTube was lowering CPMs. And that's because they wanted, I don't, I don't the know. The apocalypse was beginning. It was just beginning. So, like, at the end of my YouTube, I was probably down to, like, two and some change on every thousand I views. wouldn't be surprised. And then also less. your videos aren't being pushed out to the people that are subscribed to you because of like the viewer suppression and all of that. Yes. So all of that is factoring in. So that makes sense for them to have something like this where it's like you're getting four fucking dollars or five dollars per They also got to protect themselves not because... Not per thousand people, if that makes sense. Like if the advertisers that were pulling out from like advertising on the platform, that's money they lose as well. So like this is like a way for them... It's like as long as you don't piss off your members or whatever. Yeah. Your sponsors. People they're not trying to call it sponsors because it's different than like a brand sponsoring you. Yeah. So like they're they're basically like, you know, your patrons essentially. Yeah. Um, even though it's not Patreon. Yeah. They yeah. they like fuck what word do we use? Shit. But it like makes <laughs> sense for them. Yeah, Patreon is like a smart play on patron yes you know yeah. And like And they can't do a subscriber because that's already a thing that they use. And yeah, and Twitch what is it a subscription when you pay for yeah 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 so it's different but yeah so anyway i'll be interested to see what happens with that and if that actually doesn't do what i suspect where it's going to make it even harder for people to get views and they're just going to be relying solely on that because that's not sustainable yeah it's they're going to take this they're going to make more money off of it they're going to change the algorithm even more to further advance the people that are getting the paid subscriptions and then that's going to be the new elite club that you have to try and join to actually make it on YouTube. But right yeah. now, only the elite can get that option. Yes, exactly. So. Wow, it's the perfect metaphor for just capitalism and American politics and everything. It's well. great, yeah. Wow. So that's that. <laughs> okay. All right. And I just wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Uh, the last thing before I take a break um, is that I saw this article from Wired about a study that was done on Twitter. Um, it, it was like some university analyzed like hundreds of thousands of tweets, bless them. <laughs> um, and it was like, there were all tweets that were like coming from the UK or something like that. And this article goes into like how studying 
Twitter is like a really hard thing to do. But basically what they wanted to find is just like different moods based on time of day and stuff. Interesting. On Twitter. And like how do people. What's like, 3 a.m. on Twitter? Oh my God. I can't believe you just said 3 a.m. Because that's, that's, that's the weird time. <laughs> They said, I'll just read this excerpt that I screenshotted. You are in a mood at 3 a.m. Their findings reflect not just variations in mood, but styles of thought. Analytical thinking, <laughs> analytical thinking, which correlates with frequent use of nouns, articles, and prepositions, seems to peak early in the day, along with an increased concern of things like power and achievement. Late in the night, however, existential thinking dominates. <laughs> <laughs> By 3 a.m., positive emotions are at their lowest, and topics like death and religion have peaked. It's so true. <laughs> Set an alarm if you're not already that person that's up, and just look at your Twitter feed at 3 in the morning. It's like Nordstrom just tweeting out and like Variety like retweeting their articles, and then just like some weirdo being like, what if lobsters like <laughs> could just kill? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's actually nothing, but... Oh my god, speaking of lobsters, did you see that moment about how lobsters, you know how lobsters can get really big? Yeah. And like essentially lobsters are immortal. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like they're immortal, but the only thing that stops them from living forever is the size of their shell because they at one point in their lives, like they're gonna outgrow their exoskeleton. Yeah. And so they either they just not like molt. They do, but like it's just it's there gets to be one point where they're too much that's for too the much. show. Oh, like you no. can't get. There was one. Can that, you imagine that there's like fucking huge ass lobsters at the bottom of the ocean? Like I hate that. There are that. Why do you think the um, fuck, the boys that you hate? Ice pods. Yeah. Why do you think they're so big? <sighs> Listen, guys, why do you we, think they we got to stop pissing off the planet because there's things here that can. There's easily a correlation take us out. with the deep sea animals being larger, and it's just because like there's less shit around so they yeah. grew bigger because of like it's like the predator like predator situation because like they're all kind of like at their own disadvantage because it's so dark and there's so not a lot of food yeah so there's they, another reason they just like food. crawl around eating shit for fucking plus there centuries. is the whole theory that like all of life started from those seamounts that are buried underneath the of ocean course. which i fucking believe i believe it i honestly believe that yeah. the ocean the woman that she is gave birth gave to birth everything. to everything yeah <laughs> i really do all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our usual bullshit. Today's episode of Coffee with Crachel is sponsored by Skylar, which is a self-care lifestyle brand centered around scents. They offer consciously crafted hypoallergenic fragrances made with natural ingredients for yourself and your home with the ultimate goal of empowering and supporting women. Their clean, modern perfumes are unique, light, and never overpowering, so you can feel great about spritzing. And they sent us over their four scents, and we got to try them all out and test them on ourselves, and yeah. we have our favorites. The four cents. The four cents are arrow, which is spicy. Coral is more fruity. Isle is a cleaner scent, and meadow is a more floral scent. Now, usually I'm a spicy person. Yeah, I usually really like spices. But this, I don't know what it was about Isle, but that clean scent, yeah. which like sometimes I don't really gravitate towards. It smelled so. I don't know. There's something the, the, about the that clean one. scents usually give me a headache, but this one didn't, and I that was my favorite out of this package too. But they honestly all smelled really nice, and I love the packaging. Yeah, and all of these are cruelty free. They're vegan, and they're never tested on animals. They're also used with all natural ingredients and free of parabens, phthalates, and other potentially harmful, irritating chemicals. 
chemicals. And they're also a hypoallergenic formula that's skin safe and non-irritating. So all around, they've really got all of your bases covered here. There's also an online quiz you can take to help guide you to which scent you think is best. And it's honestly like a little BuzzFeed quiz, you know, you just answer a couple questions and they tell you which scent they think would be best for you. But you do get to try them all out in a little sample package. And then once you get all the different samples, you could even like layer them and mix them up together and create like your own yeah, like pretty, unique scent. Like, they're pretty, you know, significant on their own, but they do layer well together so you can make more complicated scents. And so as always, we have a deal for you guys. For a limited time, you can try the Skylar sample palette with free shipping, plus get a $20 credit towards a full-size perfume purchase by going to skylar.com CWC. Again, that's Skylar's S-K-Y-L-A-R.com slash CWC to get that sample palette with free shipping and $20 credit. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about. So essentially, Green Chef is a meal kit delivery service where they pick you out some recipes and give you all the ingredients. So all you gotta do is open up the box and assemble everything and you'll have delicious meals. Each box comes with a few recipes that are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, tips, and photos so that way you really can't go wrong while you're making the recipe. And they have meal plans for every person and every different type of like allergy that you might have. So they have paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. And we had the gluten-free one that we also did vegan and everything came, no gluten ingredients and no dairy. And it was honestly so nice because that is very rare. Yeah, we had the grilled portobello with noodles, and that was my favorite dish that we got out of the box. It was so delicious. Like, I don't know what their instructions had us do with that portobello, but it came out better than we've ever cooked one before. And so each ingredient that you get inside of the box is thoughtfully sourced, and its journey is tracked from planting to plating. And they also include pre-made sauces and dressings and spices into their recipes, so you get more flavor in less time it takes to make all of those things. All those spice mixes and all the dressings and sauces, they take a lot of time. And so if you guys want to try out Green Chef, you can go to greenchef.us slash coffee to get $50 off your first box. Again, that's greenchef.us slash coffee to get $50 off of your first box. All right. So we've got a quiz that was sent to us by a patron, uh, Jasmine, who sent us this Animal Crossing quiz and said that they got blathers and his description says I'm a night owl that likes to stay up late reading and working while I'm smart and I'm not pretentious. And they said that that fit them to a T. So I'm ready to find out what Animal Crossing character we are. Well, who do you think you are? To be honest, that kind of sounds like you. Yeah, I would say that I'd probably get blathers. You're a blathers. That's who I would hope for, if not Brewster. Brewster's more. You're bro- not Brewster. I would. I would just want to be. He's Brewster. too cool. Yeah, I'm I know, sorry. I want to be him. <laughs> like, he's too like aloof. If I were an Animal Crossing character, I think. Are I, we thinking just like not like villagers, like the actual like characters? That I are think not... that they're. I think it's gonna be like the other. Yeah. Characters. Yeah. And I feel like... I'm Tom Nook. (laughs) Yeah, you... Oh, my God. You were... If Tom Nook and Blathers had a baby... Yeah. That's who you are. You're... Okay, I'm kind of like a mixture of Katrina and also... Gracie? I don't know. No, I'm not bougie enough. I'm not bougie. Um, I'm... um, Mabel. 
I'm quiet. Okay. I'm very introverted. Yeah. Which I feel like does not come across on this fucking podcast. <laughs> My Leo rising. <laughs> All right, so let's fucking do this. Okay, um, yeah. First question is pick a fruit. We got the apple, the peach, orange, cherry, banana, durian, right? And yeah. pear. They don't have the other ones. What the fuck? Or I can't decide or I hate fruit. They could have put lemon That's on for the here. one guy. That, that one guy at BuzzFeed's <laughs> like, I hate fruit. I'm picking the peach because it's my favorite fruit in the game. Yeah, I'm going off of my favorite fruit in the game. And but my favorite fruit's not on here. I'm a lemon. Okay, I'm gonna go with the apple because it's the classic. Oh my god, how would your friends describe you? Persuasive, dependable, sarcastic, enthusiastic, smart, adorable, classy, creative, or stylish. That. Um, I'm I, gonna go with creative. Uh, smart. I guess. Don't ask yeah. me. I'm not you. You're my friend. How do you describe me? I don't describe you at all. Your friend. <laughs> Your favorite kind of music, pop, rock, country, classical, jazz, alternative, R&B, new wave. I love them all. Ooh. Ooh, KK, my man. Rock is what I'm going to pick. I'm going to go with alternative. Pick an umbrella. So we just got a whole bunch of different pictures. I'll describe the one that I end up choosing. Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to go for the, like, um, what's the Burberry print, like, type thing that like plaid plaid that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> I, I could not think of the word and you're not gracie grace yeah i'm definitely name not drops burberry. i picked blad blad plaid jesus Blathers. the cider hit fuck um okay so i normally i would go for like a black umbrella but i love this like it's like one of those clear umbrellas oh and just the rain hitting that god bless <laughs> Where is your ideal night out? I wish that these were like Animal Crossing locations, like <laughs> the pond, the, the planetarium. If there was a planetarium, like, oh wait, they're kind of was. kind of yeah. Um, the planetarium, a party, fancy restaurant, the bar, the mall, a concert, Starbucks, a <laughs> dinner, cruise, or does at home count? Oh my god. Um, my ideal night out would probably be. It's a tie between a concert, a planetarium, or the fancy restaurant. I'm going to the planetarium. I'm going to go with concert. Okay. I'm going to get KK. Uh, what do you usually order from Starbucks? Vanilla bean frappuccino, latte, uh, pumpkin spice latte, iced passion tea, espresso con panna, americano, Valencia orange refresher, iced coffee, or pigeon milk coffee? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um... Out of all pumpkin of these, spice, it's no question. I have to pick pumpkin spice. I just spice. get a rag latte. Yeah. How would you react to being insulted? <laughs> Let's just say revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> I cry in private. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I throw some shade right back. I totally lose it. I'm hurt, but I keep my cool. I walk away. I just laugh it off. Nobody insults me. <laughs> okay. Now. Okay, I have like a. F- See, here's the thing. I just laugh it off, then I walk away, then I cry in private. So. <laughs> I'm hurt, but I keep my cool. It's me. I laugh it off, but yeah. I do cry in private. What do you think is the most me um, crying in private? Yeah, but I'm also the bitch that makes everything a joke. Okay. Pick an unconventional hair color. I've got like a hot pink, a periwinkle, a purple, a baby pink, (laughs) a red, a green, a yellow, and a mint green. Or I'll stick to my natural hair, thanks. I'm going with the mint. I'm going with the baby pink because that's what I always dye my Animal Crossing character. 
I'm shocked. <gasps> I got Sable. Oh my god, wait, I totally fucked up. What? So Sable is who I was meaning, not oh, Mabel. Oh, okay. I'm such an idiot. Okay, wow, I got exactly fan. who I thought. Sable, you're always you've always been sort of an introvert. You tend to keep to yourself and you might even say you're a little guarded, but standoffish, no way. You just need some time before you feel comfortable around someone, and once you are, you really open up. You love to entertain your friends with funny stories and know how to cheer them up when they need it. Wow. Sounds That's like you. Me. I don't know if I got spot on with mine. I got Pelly. Okay. Cheerful in play, you always remain remain calm under pressure. You're serious about your work, but you know how to have fun and still get things done. You're never too busy for a little small talk and maybe a coffee run. And like Pelly, you're an extrovert. Your <laughs> friendliness and your zest for life makes you an easy person to get along with. I would say everything other than being an extrovert yeah, is pretty spot honestly, on. Yeah, I saw the word extrovert and I was like, no way this got me, but... Yeah, I feel it like got it was, squeezy right in the nostril. Yeah, squeezy's like, wow, I'm allergic to that answer. <laughs> squeezy oh, is Brewster. All right, so let's do some other uh, patron questions from patreon.com slash coffeewithgrachel. The way that you say that every single time. <laughs> I know, and you just mouth the words as I was doing it's it. It's because, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a reason, honestly. First question is from Brandy. You said, did y'all know that Jason Mraz was bi? I just found out, and I'm so excited to add another person into our little bi club. I know. He, like, I don't know if he's come out before, like, he made, he basically, like, made, like, a full-on, like, statement kind of a thing for Pride Month this year. Yeah. I think he's, like, alluded to it before in the past, but, like, yeah, essentially, I'm here for it because, essentially, like, he's interested in men and women, and he's married to a woman, and I, we need, first of all, we need more by men to be represented, yeah, and yeah. we also need more, like... It's not a big deal if you end up with someone of a different sex because you're still queer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. So, obviously, as a huge Jason Mraz stan, I approve. You, you were like, you. he called you up first. You were like, he was like, hey, just letting you know this is happening today. It's just a blessing, <laughs> a blessing. Honestly, and I will stand by this. You can quote me on this. Um, the best people are fucking bi. Seriously. <laughs> and everyone cool. It, it's just, we have a we have a lit club. There are some fucks. Yeah. You know, we have our Tila tequilas. Uh, we don't need the Nazis in I here. I forgot about her. I know. Um, but I wish we could all forget about we, her. We, we really. <laughs> Me too. Um, but we've got some We've got some bops among us. So, God bless. Next question from Sarah said, I was recently diagnosed with PTSD along with anxiety, and my therapist wants to do EDMR, eye-moving desensitization and reprocessing. Those are big words. Have you ever tried this method of therapy and what it, has your experience in therapy been like getting over your traumas? I hope this isn't too personal. Um, so I have not tried that. I've heard of it. It hasn't been recommended to me by my therapist, which is why we've never done it. But I've had friends that have PTSD try it and some have, you know, gotten a lot of good out of it. And then some yeah. have had like bad experiences with it. So I don't really know like I don't know what my opinion it. is essentially the the idea is that um so during like your your REM cycle or whatever yeah. like when your eyes are doing the rapid eye movements there's yeah. like a theory that a lot of like psychologists are like tapping into um that basically like you show people or have people like go through different memories of trauma while their eyes are doing that and there's and like some some way of doing that because the the theory is that like you process the information of your day during that part of your sleep okay. cycle 
Um, and so a lot of trauma is like, you're not really like fully processing it. You know what I mean? To get mm-hmm. through it or whatever. So like they, they replicate the eye movement. And then the idea is that you like talk through your trauma during that. And then the idea is that that will hopefully help you to like be like trick your brain into processing it so yes. that you can like help. Okay go through it so i sure had the science is there sounds like some crazy yeah. new age science stuff it's a it's a fairly newer type Thing. of treatment yeah. um and like i like i said i've had a friend that has done that and got a lot out of it and then i had a friend that it didn't really help them and it honestly like brought up a like it just triggered them more okay so i think it's like it's hit or miss it's kind of like any type of therapy where yeah, you have to just so individual and like, medicine is the same thing too like medication i'm kind sure of that if your therapist has recommended it that they know enough about what they're talking about that they can like they feel comfortable in giving you that trial of that. yeah so i hope it works um and if you feel comfortable giving a follow-up let us know but yeah um I think the reason why we've never done that is because I think it's used a lot more and maybe clock me if I'm wrong on this, but I think it's used a lot more when there's like a specific incident that is causing trauma. And for people that have like complex PTSD where it's like over a span of time, like mine, where there's like hundreds of things that happened during a long, like decades of time. So I think that's why it's like harder to do that. That's why you just do like cognitive or talk therapy um, I think I also don't know. <laughs> I'm not an expert, but that's and what I'm assuming why she didn't bring it up, you know? Who knows? Um, but good luck. Yeah. I absolutely. wish I had more like um, personal experience with that to help. But yeah. Um, and then the last question from Twitter is thoughts on warm toppings on salad. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> we like to end it weird here. Warm. Okay. So like a protein, you know, like when you get like a, a tuna and a swab. Like yeah, like But the tuna's usually kinda cold. You well, know? There's it's usually chicken. Well the chicken's usually not like warm. Wouldn't you say? If you get a salad prepared like at a place. Yeah. You know, probably more at like actual sit down restaurants when you're getting it a salad. It is kind of warm. Well, I'm trying to think of another example that's not a meat. Protein, yeah. That's like a um, warm topping. Like hard-boiled eggs usually chilled. I can't think of anything else that's not... Am We're I, probably am I missing dumb? something glaringly obvious or something. I know. This is also delving into what constitutes a salad. You know, the people oh that are God. like, it's not like, a, you know, a potato salad isn't a salad or whatever. Well... When I was having salads with proteins on them, I didn't mind having a warm protein on it. It's not like I was like, gotta have that hot chicken Or like chicken a steak salad. salad, yeah. Yeah, like, I wasn't like, fuck, it's gotta be warm or nothing. But like, it's just like, if it's there, it's there. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Yeah. If it's like, something like that where it's like little bits, I can handle it. And like the bulk of the salad. It's like in- strips of steak. Yeah, or like whatever it is. If it's not like and it's not like searing hot on a bed of ice cold whatever yeah, crunchies yeah. so crunchies? like i get that and like i want like at least 90 percent of my salad to be crisp and cold but like i would be really turned off by like a warm dressing on a cold salad oh no like okay, i don't want a that. hot vinaigrette you know what i mean no. like yeah i don't even hot think it's ranch. possible <laughs> Ew! hot ranch 
That's my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know to stop. I say hot ranch. I just say ranch. Ranch. <laughs> ranch. I fucking hate ranch dressing. And I know, I know that it's controversial. I know I'm pissing people off. And I understand. And I can understand why you like it. It just, it's the one thing that gets to me. It really does. Yeah. It just does. Now, I ask this question because I was having this conversation at work the other day. Is dressing a condiment? What constitutes a condiment? Constitutes? Like, is it... <laughs> fuck off! Is dressing its own separate thing, or is dressing a subcategory of condiments? Is a syrup a condiment? It's <gasps> a great question. Is it? Butter? Like, you're spreading it, butter I, on I toast, know. or I, peanut butter I, on I, toast. I, butter, she spans multiple categories. I'm talking in the specific application of applying her to a waffle, a pancake, yeah, I know. I'm, a I'm, bagel. I'm here, I don't know the answers. Is cream I, cheese a condiment? I don't have the answers. I, honestly, the more that I think about this, the more I'm I'm learning like we know, that I don't we know, know anything about this We got world. the ketchup and the mustard and the relish and the mayo. Like, the mayo. mayo. <laughs> sriracha. <laughs> I would consider sriracha. Oh, if yeah. you're not like putting it into something to mix it hot up. Sauce. But, like, hot sauce is a condiment. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Ranch can be Barbecue. a condiment. All right. So ranch has this, this in the specific application. Of using it of, for wings or something like that. Yeah. Or like a buffalo sandwich or whatever the fuck people put yeah, ranch on yeah. or like on the pizza why would you do that to pizza? <laughs> um yes but like when she's a, i don't know i think dressing is its own thing and i think it's literally like if she touches lettuce she's not a condiment anymore but what about a burger could, that has lettuce on it that's different <laughs> if there's shut up listen what, what i had a thought Vinegar could also be used as a condiment like when i used to get like hoagies i would put vinegar on it and not mayo because i'm vinegar. not yeah. devil <laughs> but like vinegar as a vinaigrette that's a vinaigrette but then a vinaigrette can also be used on a hoagie so, and that's a sandwich so where does it where does it i need the to, lines are blurred i guess i need to work at amazon or figure this out <laughs> you you guys get into the weirdest fucking it's like 3 a.m twitter yeah over there honestly, that's what happens to that company because we're all delirious we've been looking at spreadsheets all day and we're like i we have is, to break away is from water this. economy <laughs> We'll let us know. We'll have... Please let us know what you please. think on this controversial condiment conversation. Wow. Wow. I can't believe... What did you Make that say? the title of this fucking podcast. Is that too long? It's a lot of letters. That's probably too long. That's... That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> we need to leave. Wow. The cider's kicking in. <laughs> I also just really need to pee. Um, benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all... Okay, also, this episode is being recorded on a Monday, so if the world goes to shit on Tuesday, or hey. this whole week, actually... Um, Sorry. Godspeed, I wasn't here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week for another shit show. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. We are doing the benches as... Demeter? Demeter? Demeter. I don't know. Scents. They make all of those scents that are like Play-Doh. And it smells exactly like you just opened up a fucking plastic tub of Play-Doh. I want to know how they do it. But they've got a lot of weird ones. So This is just like what scent you are in general. Yeah. 
So we're starting off with Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is Wildflowers. Courtney is Coriander Tea. Jackie Goldfarb is Golden Delicious Apple. Emily Sweeney is Swimming Pool. I just don't want to know what that one's called. <laughs> it's just fucking chlorine. Shannon Shires is Scottish Shortbread. Sarah Booth is Bamboo. Emma Corbeal is Licorice. Angelica Fleas is Creme Anglaise. Madeline Young is Madeline. Sarah Nally is Fuzzy Navel. Hannah Patelis is Parsley. Gianna Wozniak is Sandalwood. Tara Davy is Dirt. <laughs> Kimberly Proza is Pruning Shears. Why is that a scent? Ioana Tartaglini is Tarnish. AJ- How is that a scent? I don't know. AJC is Salt Air. Jake Bauer is New Baby. Teague Phillips is Green Tea. Lily Rose is Bulgarian Rose. Norma Ortiz is Orange Cream Pop. Winter Russell is Waffles. Brooke Renee is Rye Bread. Savannah Pellissier is Sushi. Joshua Kurtman is Mango. Chantal Piat is Cannabis Flower. I'm so sorry. Catherine is Cardamom. Bridget Carey Davis is Dust. <laughs> Colby Rhymes is Pina Colada. Haley Boucher is Fresh Hay. Jake Parker is Play-Doh. Renee Medina is Mesquite. Ryan Hara is Hawaiian Vanilla. Grandma is Grape Leaf. Sophie Yarmillo is Pure Soap. Chelsea Grundy is Chipotle Pepper. Haley Welsh is Wet Garden. Honestly, I feel that. Yeah. Stephanie Lee is Fig Leaf. Jane Thompson is Tomato. Kayla Bean is Moonbeam. Brandy Robbins is Fresh Brewed Coffee. That's the one I would want. Um, Michelle Cox is Condensed Milk. Rebecca Mack is Maple Syrup. Yoana Jensen is Christmas in New York. Leslie Wright is Prickly Pear. Gwen Stowe is Thunderstorm. Kat Schultz is Baby Shampoo. Jason Gonzalez is Glue. <laughs> Lindsay Torlina is Linen. Jess Adams is Jelly Donut. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Apple Blossom. Kennedy Rochelle is Kitten Fur. Interesting. Lucy is Lobster, those big boys. <laughs> oh, Sony Vazbrun is Lava Rock. I'm seeing those tomorrow. <laughs> Fiona is Devil's Food. Juanita Cara is Caribbean Sea. Cassandra Lee is Chrysanthemum. Avery Labelson is aloe vera. Liz Holbrook is holy smoke. Are we talking about like the potpourri? The, yeah, the like the thing the church? They, they, yeah, they swing around, whatever that stuff. That's yeah. a lot. Madison Greer is greenhouse. Chloe Ireland is yellow iris. Caitlin Whalen is holy water. I'm getting really it holy here. has a here. scent? I guess. I don't know. It smells like God. You were dipped in it, huh? <laughs> Dana Daly is birthday cake. Vlynn is lily of the valley. Mackenzie Knight is macadamia nut. And Rachel Evans is earthworm. Who would want that? I'm so sorry. The other benches. What do you smell like? A fresh croissant. Okay, I like that. Could have dropped my croissant. <laughs> We've got Taryn Parker. Pavitra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. Thank you guys so much for supporting this piece of shit. Y'all smell great and not at all like earthworms. No, definitely sorry, not Rachel. like earthworms. You did not deserve that. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed your scent, enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.